0: It's the Americhicks with Kim Monson.
1: Now, while this is all going on, I went through President Trump's speech and uh, Chuck and Nancy's rebuttal.
0: The most important story.
1: The American people finally said enough, and that is why they elected Donald Trump.
2: The latest in politics and world affairs.
1: Britain's version of Medicare for All is struggling with long waits for care.
2: And opinions and ideas that prepare you to tackle the day ahead.
1: Because ideas matter.
2: It's the Americhicks, dissecting issues. Issues as right versus wrong instead of right versus left. Agree or disagree, let's have a conversation.
1: Indeed, let's have a conversation. Okay. Welcome to the Americhicks with Kim Munson, where we do dissect issues as right versus wrong instead of right versus left. Agree or disagree, we need to be having conversations with each other, offering you a conservatarian perspective. Be sure and go to my website, americhicks.com. Great information there. Sign up for my weekly email newsletter. We will keep you apprised of upcoming news and topics and events. And uh, appreciate you liking and um, following me on Facebook and Twitter as well. I am the Americhicks there. So I want to say thank you to the great team, Producer Steve, Zach, Patty, and Keith. I really appreciate all that you do. And I wanted to just say thank you to you on that. Big show to uh, plan today. We are going to probably get two hours worth of information into one hour, which we always try to do. Steve, I know you're you're shaking your head, aren't you? Uh,
3: It's it's great. Uh, It's certainly better than the opposite problem. But, you know, here we go with 10 pounds of stuff in a five-pound bag.
1: You know, when Karen Levine was on earlier this week, she looked at me at the end of the hour and she said, Woo! (laughs) <laughs> and that's exactly what it was. But, uh, you know, want to just get all this information out to you and uh, have a little fun and a little inspiration. Several things, though. Today, I'll uh, we're going to go through... We're not going to go through very many headlines because um, in the second segment, we're going to talk with Jamie Cutter. He is the owner of the Corner Bakery, which is on Denver's 16th Street Mall, where he was really uh, targeted uh, by... I, <laughs> And we'll find out exactly who with many of the homeless people you know camped out in front of his business and it's it's very relevant because we have this initiative three hundred uh, that is being um, placed in front of the Denver voters whereas anybody could camp on uh, or you know just basically move in on any property that is owned by the city and county of Denver so we're going to talk with Jamie Cutter about that in segments three and four. Some of my fellow Liberty Toastmasters will be calling in. We'll be talking about conversations, how to have conversations with people that are so busy and may not be paying attention to what's going on out there. And we'll talk with them about some of the other things on their minds. So that will be Brad Beck, Russ Farmer, and Greg Morrissey. Very excited to to talk with them about that. We announced it yesterday. We're we're working on the rollout. The website is up, standforcolorado.com. That is stand for, F-O-R It is a, a rally that we are organizing for hardworking, everyday Coloradoans who are so concerned about what is going on here in Colorado and care deeply. This is going to be on May 10th. And uh, there's going to be three concurrent rallies. Uh, There will be one on the west steps of the Capitol from 4 to 530. That's a Friday afternoon. Uh, At the same time, there will be one on the uh, steps of the Old Courthouse in Grand Junction and one at the IOOF Park in Gunnison. So the website is up. We'll be getting the press release out today, tomorrow. Uh, But we want you to come and join us. We need to stand for Colorado. We need to stand for what Colorado is and what we're going to pass on to our children. So StandForColorado.com, take a look at that. Um, and then I uh, wanted to mention Vino and Veritas as we're having conversations. Vino and Veritas, Wine and Truth, as many of you know, I am partnering with Dr. Tom Cranawitter to bring you Vino and Veritas, a study of the Federalist Papers. Vino and Veritas Centennial is meeting at Water's Edge Winery. Vino and Veritas Castle Rock at Colorado Cork and Keg. And we hope to begin Vino and Veritas Northern Colorado in May. This is a fascinating and robust study that will helps us understand the U.S. Constitution. The Federalist Papers was put out by uh, Alexander Hamilton, James Madison, and John Jay to make the case for ratification of the U.S. Constitution. So it is a very important body of work. It might be a good idea, Steve, if our uh, current politicians and bureaucrats uh, would attend a Vino and Veritas study of the Federalist Papers. But we need to know why we believe what we believe and have conversations with friends, family, and colleagues about that. So thank you to our presenting sponsors for April. Aaron Boyd, owner of Bullets Both Ways, and uh, uh, let's see, that is for the Centennial Vino and Veritas, and Grant Vanderjack, owner of Auto Fire Guard, which is April's Castle Rock presenting sponsor. For for more information, go to americhicks.com forward slash vino, fill out the form, and we will keep you informed about what is going on. It's a great, it's a great thing, Steve.
3: I got a giggle when you talk about you know some of our elected representatives uh, would attend one of these. So maybe the next chapter will be right there at the Golden Dome.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's right, Vino and Veritas, Golden Dome. Uh, you are so creative. So let's jump in here. Inspirate This is Holy Week. And so I've been taking a look at Christian apologists. There's the great Christian apologist, Rafi Zacharias. If you're not familiar with his story, it is an amazing story. He uh, he grew up in India, and uh, he was at a point as as a young man that he was considering suicide. And uh, basically, I, I think that the Christ reached out to him, and he became... Uh, moved from atheism to this great Christian apologist. And so his inspirational quote for today, he says, Love is a command, not just a feeling. Somehow in the romantic world of music and theater, we have made love to be what it is not. We have so mixed it with beauty and charm and sensuality and contact that we have robbed it of its higher call of cherishing and nurturing. That is Rafi Zacharias, the great Christian apologist. And uh, you should check him out. Um, He is just... Reasonable conversations about what's going on out there. So before we jump into the headlines, are you ready for the funnies, Steve?
3: No, but you're going to do them anyway. (laughs)
1: Okay, I've got three for you. Where did the Easter Bunny study medicine?
3: I'm going to, well, I cheat, so uh, John Hopkins?
1: You do cheat, that's right, John Hopkins. Okay, number two, why won't Easter eggs go out at night? Do tell. Because they don't want to get beat up. <sighs> okay, number three. Where does the Easter Bunny like to eat breakfast? Uh, where? IHOP. <laughs> 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 okay, we're going to jump into some headlines. First of all, there's a really serious one. Uh, the Denver area public schools are closed today. As author- authorities are searching for a young Florida woman who flew to the city and bought a gun after becoming infatuated with the mass shooting at Columbine High School. So, Steve, I think you've got a soundbite for us.
3: Yeah, uh, serious and somber uh, sobering, but uh, take a listen.
1: Hello, this is the Cherry Creek School District calling with important information. All Cherry Creek schools will be closed Wednesday, April 17th due to safety concerns related to a credible threat against schools in the area. All activities and athletics are also canceled. No employees.
3: Okay, as are the recording says, this is Cherry Creek Cherry School Creek District school. specifically, but uh, basically, from what we're seeing here, this is almost all school districts in the Denver metro area. And you need to contact your your local school district to see what uh, what's going on there.
1: Well, apparently, this young woman flew here from Florida, correct? Yeah. And uh, she's been she's infatuated with the uh, the mass shooting at Columbine, which. The 20th anniversary of that is um, Saturday. on Saturday.
3: Now, to do the math here, if you haven't heard yet about this individual, she's 18 years old. The 20th anniversary or observance of Columbine is Saturday. She wasn't even here for two years.
1: Wasn't even born.
3: Yes. Mm -hmm. And and, uh, how do you get so stirred up over something like that? Uh, To me, it's uh, another indictment on this culture.
1: Yeah, it says the Jefferson County Sheriff's Office uh, said that this woman uh, traveled to Colorado from Miami on Monday night when she bought a pump-action shotgun and ammunition. And so they are looking for her, and obviously she's extremely dangerous. You know, Steve, I was at a meeting last week where a young man spoke, and uh, it took my breath away. He said he was the first student that was shot— at Columbine, and that he was probably the last person to see the two killers alive. And it stopped me in my tracks as I really thought about that. You know, and as we send... I remember that morning of Columbine, Steve. Uh, you know, we we as parents, we send our children off to school, and we expect them to come home that day. And um, I, I think that this is a cultural thing. I mean, I know that we talk about mental illness, and but this is... This is something that I think is 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 uh, serious in society because, you know, I grew up in rural America, and there were kids that came with you know their shotguns, you know in you know in their pickup windows because they were going to go out and hunt later. We never had anybody shoot up schools, and so there is something going on with the culture that we need to we really need to stop and take a look at, uh, because. This is not, we can't put Band-Aids on this. This is something that is so, so serious. So, uh, uh, you know, we'll keep, uh, we'll, we'll stay on top of this, but right now all of the metro area schools are closed because of this young 18-year-old woman that has come to Colorado and bought a shotgun and some ammunition. So we will keep you apprised of that. The The headline that I really wanted to talk about uh, today is this uh, this potential ballot question, and this is coming out of the state legislature, and this is going to be regarding transportation and what they're kicking around this idea of repealing the gas tax and putting in a sales tax and uh, ultimately for surface transportation. Now, what we are seeing in Colorado is there is a, a movement to get people out of their cars, and freedom of mobility is one of the great freedoms, the freedom for people to be able to go where they want to, when they want to. So the creation of the automobile was something that was absolutely amazing for everyday hard working people. And we are seeing an assault on that by elites and by people that do not think that everyday folks should be able to choose their mode of transportation. Uh, when we talked to Grover Norquist, uh, I had gone to a speech that evening, and he had said that we, as as you well know, you know, individuals, politicians, bureaucrats, we should not have our hand on the murder weapon. And this particular uh, piece of legislation that's coming down the pike, and we're going to get really, really informed on it. I think it has its hands all over the murder weapon of the economic well-being of everyday hardworking working people. So we need to keep an eye on what is going on with that. And um, we'll keep you apprised of that. We're, like I mentioned, we're putting two hours of, of a show into basically one hour. So we're going to go to break. Before we do that, though, uh, the, uh, the NHL, the Avs are playing the Calgary Flames tonight in the NHL playoffs. And the Avs lead that series 2-1. to one. The Nuggets even the series with the San Antonio Spurs last night to 1-1. And the Rockies handed it to the Padres yesterday in an 8-2 win. The Phillies come to town to play the Rockies this weekend. And Hooters Restaurants is my sports headquarters. Hooters is the place to watch all the games. Wednesdays. Today is wing day. All the wings you can eat for fourteen ninety nine, And love those smoked wings. They're delectable and only half the calories. And Hooters wings can fly. You can have them delivered right to your front doorstep. When I have the girls over on Wednesday nights, that's what we do. And the girls love them. So order Hooters wings to go. Have them delivered right to your front door. Or watch the game at Hooters. And Steve, yesterday I was doing a recording with a World War II veteran. 94-year-old guy I was doing a, this live read for Hooters. And he jumps and he goes... And their fish sandwiches are pretty darn good, too.
3: (laughs) Well, what a testimony. (laughs) You
1: you got it. So more information, visit HootersColorado.com. That's HootersColorado.com. Let them know that you know the Americhicks, and we will be right back.
2: All Americhicks sponsors are an exclusive partnership with the Americhicks and are not affiliated or in partnership with KLZ or Crawford Broadcasting. If you would like to support the work of the Americhicks with Kim Munson and grow your business, contact Kim at Americhicks.com. That's Americhicks.com.
4: Dan Predovich and his team at Predovich & Company help your business plan ahead financially. The Americhicks with Kim Munson highly recommends Predovich & Company as your financial business consultant. Predovich & Company will take care of your tax preparation, bookkeeping, and business advisory services. Dan Predovich and his team want to learn about the unique needs of your business through real, honest dialogue. Because of their advanced technological capabilities, Predovich & Company can help clients anywhere in the United States. Call 303-791-3000 to start preparing now for tax season. Organize your business finances with Predovich & Company. Call 303-791-3000 today.
1: Hey, welcome back to the AmeriChicks with Kim Munson, where we dissect issues as right versus wrong instead of right versus left. Agree or disagree, let's have a conversation. Be sure and check out my website, AmeriChicks.com, and we are offering you a conservatarian perspective. I'm thrilled to have on the line with me Jamie Cutter. He is the owner of the Corner Bakery on the 16th Street Mall. He's an entrepreneur. Jamie Cutter, welcome to the AmeriChicks with Kim Munson.
5: Good morning, Kim. Thanks for having me on the show.
1: I love the Corner Bakery.
5: Oh, thank
1: you. You know, and I was I was thinking about it as I, about our conversation when, you know, we got this confirmed. And I thought, you know, it, it just all the, the different things that you, you bake all the great food. I mean, it's a lot of work. You are truly an entrepreneur.
5: Yeah, we uh, do breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And catering is a big part of what we do. Uh, we have five stores in the Denver metro area, so uh, teams are getting in early in the morning and baking and getting going and, uh, yeah, putting in some long hours and trying to take care of, uh, take care of the community and the customers out there.
1: Well, I, I love that. And uh, so definitely if you're thinking about, uh, you know, an event, um, you know, consider the, the Corner Bakery, how could people reach you?
5: Well, we, uh, we're on www.cornerbakerycafe.com. Um, we do all the food delivery businesses with uh, DoorDash and Grubhub, and catering's a big part of what we do. But we, uh, we have three uh, corner bakeries downtown, two on the, the mall, the 16th Street Mall, and one on 17th of California, and then uh, over in Highlands Ranch, and one over at South Glen in uh, Centennial.
1: That's the one I normally go to
5: oh yeah yeah
1: so but uh, you had quite an event uh you had people that were camping out in front of the the corner bakery on the 16th street mall if i remember right yes
5: yeah for almost 10 months occupied denver uh had set up camp every sunday in front of the corner bakery at pavilions um in the morning and they would set up a soup kitchen serve the homeless you know sometimes up to about 100 homeless and uh and hand them signs, and they would uh, protest Corner Bakery for um, not uh, repealing, uh, helping to repeal the urban camping
1: ban. Okay. Uh, so, did this affect your business at all?
5: Yeah it was it was a tough ten months. It affected sales. It affected my team. Um, you know, it affected innocent bystanders along the mall. Uh, you know, we call them protesters, but they're really disruptors. Uh, um, you know, the language was, was bad. Uh, the behavior was bad. Uh, uh, it was just really a rough 10 months and, um, for my team and, and for the community downtown. It just wasn't a good sight on the mall.
1: How close were they to your front door?
5: They were literally on the walkway. So we have a patio, and they were, uh, they were planted right on the walkway, setting up the soup kitchen. Um, we were working with uh, Denver police and others to try and um, get them to, to, to move. Uh, but they understand the law is pretty good, and, and the police had their hands tied behind their back, and there wasn't a lot uh, we could do or Denver could do to, to enforce them to move on um you know, we ended up doing some stuff on our own to turn it into an, a fundraiser every Sunday for the homeless uh, over the last 11 years we've probably donated over a quarter million dollars in food to the homeless so we had a couple Sundays where we had bands and we took over their space and and ended up sampling the homeless giving out coffee and uh, just trying to keep it positive Kim on, on our end we didn't know what else to do
1: well, it sounds to me like you were targeted. Were there other businesses that were targeted like you, or was it just you?
5: Yeah, this has been going on for seven years since the urban camping ban took place. And they have targeted uh, you know, numerous businesses. Um, and you know, they've, they want their demand is that the business send a letter to the mayor asking the mayor to repeal the urban camping ban. So it's it's... Kind of an extortion mm-hmm. play, if you will, and they won't move uh, until you write that letter to the the mayor.
1: Wow! Now, um, Jamie, let's talk a little bit. Are you familiar at all with this Initiative Three Hundred that is on the ballot for Denver voters? The ballots just were sent out this last Monday.
5: Absolutely. Yes, very much so.
1: Now, my understanding is Occupy Denver was a player in getting this Initiative 300 on the ballot. Uh, do you happen to know about that?
5: I don't know how it got on the ballot, Kim. Um, I know what a big issue it is for for Denver. Uh, you know, historically, this could be one of the biggest uh, uh, issues ever. If this passes, it could it could destroy Denver.
1: You know, and the reason is I had uh, Karen Levine on uh, on Monday. She is an award-winning um, REMAX uh, Alliance realtor. And, in fact, just a quick note, we had talked about it in the first segment that there's this woman, young woman, that has, has come to Denver infatuated with the Columbine shootings. Um, and uh, it just happened, you know, you remember where you were when there were events that happened. And I remember that... Uh, that morning when when Columbine happened that I was supposed to meet Karen Levine just a little bit later. And uh, so anyway, I guess I digress just a little bit. But I had Karen on as well as Peter Wall, who is the Director of Government Relations with the Denver Metro Association of Realtors. And Karen, I think, really nailed it. We care deeply about people that are down on their luck. You know, that is something that is inherently American. But she said, Initiative 300 doesn't do anything to help the homeless. Uh, and Peter had mentioned that in Denver alone, the, with the programs, uh, the, the and this probably isn't even the, the nonprofits, Denver spends $20,000 per homeless person. And so people are out there wanting to help. But so what Karen said is this doesn't help the homeless, but it really affects and it hurts property owners. And Peter had brought out, and you may not be uh, familiar with this, Jamie, but when you mentioned this about police officers working with them, this Initiative 300 has a civil rights component. Nothing else in the country has anything like this. So if, in fact, for example, somebody is camping on your, you know, that that tree area by the sidewalk in front of your house, uh, with that civil rights component, if a police officer or if a nonprofit where somebody comes up to try to get them to move, they can, you know, hold up their hands and say, you are uh, walking all over my civil rights, and that is danger, danger from what I can see, Jamie.
5: She is absolutely right that it does not solve the issue of homelessness, Uh, and and that's the problem with this initiative. The other piece, it's going to have an adverse effect. Now, if they're sleeping on the mall and in front of businesses and, you know, the reputation of... Denver continues to go downhill, we're not going to be able to employ uh, a lot of these, these great kids that we have that are on the cusp of, of being homeless. So you're going to see the homeless population increase from, from this if it does pass and if it can't pass.
1: Well, and the other component of it is I served on city council for four years. And as I really looked at sales tax you know, uh, you you as entrepreneurs, the, you create businesses that create sales tax. Government doesn't cl- uh, create any businesses. It doesn't create, uh, it doesn't generate any income. Any, it doesn't generate anything. It's the businesses that do that. And if, in fact, it's making it more difficult for you guys to stay in business. And the other part of it is, my friends, we have to think about it. You, as a business owner, you collect all that sales tax. You have to hire staff to collect it, do all the bookkeeping, and submit that. So, in essence, I've always thought that our entrepreneurs, are in ways, are almost kind of like doing the government's work there. Uh, but um, But if, in fact... You know, your business your start to starts to contract. There's going to be less in sales tax for the city and county of Denver.
5: Yeah, it, it's kind of those unintended consequences, right? I think you're just going to see a lot, a lot of more issues with that, and a lot less uh, desire to open businesses in Denver as well in the future. Um, yeah.
1: So, so last question on this, Jamie Cutter. I really appreciate you coming on and uh, letting us know what's going on. You said that they were there for ten months. How did you finally get this uh, this thing to for them to move?
5: Well, Kim, we had to get back to what we did well, and that was take care of our customers. Um, you know, our employees were drained. Uh, they were upset having to deal with us every Sunday. Um, we weren't focusing on the customer like we needed to be and serving great food at Corner Bakery. So we ended up... Uh, pending our own letter stating we did not support uh, the urban camping ban. It was a simple two-line letter that that we did get to the mayor, and uh, they have moved on since, and unfortunately they're targeting a new business right now um, going
1: after them. Wow. Well, Jamie Cutter, thank you so much. Thank you for being an entrepreneur. Thank you for caring about, you know, our state, our city. And, and again, uh, give the information twice on how people, if they have a – you know a a party coming up for graduation or something a corner bakery would be a good good place to to call them so what is that information again
5: yeah thanks kim actually it's, it's corner bakery cafe.com we do have five locations in the denver metro area breakfast great breakfast lunch and dinner catering is a huge part of what we do uh, we've got vans all over the metro area and uh, uh, we appreciate you having us on the show today kim and uh, thanks for everything you do.
1: Well, absolutely. So, Jamie Cutter, thank you so much. And that is Jamie Cutter with uh, Corner Bakery. And uh, appreciate you giving us the information on that. So you have a great day.
5: You do the same. Thank okay, you. Okay,
1: thanks. And let's ju- jump over to Jason McBride, Presidential Wealth Management. Jason, how are you doing this morning?
5: Oh, I'm
6: just doing fabulous, Kim.
1: I love it. I love it. And, uh, hey, tax uh, tax day was this last Monday, April 15th. And Elizabeth Warren, uh, you know, it's amazing what's coming, you know, the rhetoric that's out there. And Elizabeth Warren recently said something about Amazon. She said, Amazon says it pays all taxes that they're required to pay in the U.S. She says, yeah, I know. You made more than $10 billion in profits last year, and you re- were required to pay uh, $0 in federal corporate taxes. That's a problem. So those are the words of Elizabeth Warren. How would you respond, Jason McBride?
6: Well, I would respond in a way that Democrats absolutely loathe, and that's with facts. So all I did
1: was, Oh, my gosh. Uh, Steve just, uh, you just pumped, gave you a fist pump on that one.
6: All right. Well, good. I'm glad I've got Steve happy to you this morning. Uh, your jokes won't seem to do it, so maybe I can cheer him up,
1: right? Oh, that hurts.
6: No, I mean, he's, he's mean to you on those jokes. You oh, know? boy. He needs, he needs to be nicer to you. He wants, I told him.
1: I he told wants to weigh he, in.
6: He's a Grinch.
3: Whoops. It's not so much that. It's, it's how do you get the listener peaked? And obviously, I got you peaked to listen more. It's like, well, wait a minute. You're kind of, you know.
1: So it's just part of the deal. Oh, okay.
6: Okay, now <laughs> I've got them really peaked. So I'm starting to trying to stir up trouble. Yeah,
1: that's for sure. So, but let's go ahead. You said oh, you'd take, okay, a look, take a look at the 10K of Amazon.
6: That's right, yes, and that is facts. A 10K is a, is a filing that companies put out at the end of each fiscal year. And again, I hate to uh, come out with facts here, but here are the facts for Amazon's 10K filing for December 31st, 2018. Uh, Amazon had income before income taxes. That's a line in the form, Kim. It says before income taxes. You know why? Because there's income taxes coming right after that. Okay. Uh, so their income was $11,261,000,000. And right below that, there's a line that says provision for income taxes, which was $1,197,000,000. Wow.
1: That's
6: that's a little bit more than Zero. zero. And uh, you know, there's notes to the financial statements. Uh, I'll read it just real quick. Cash taxes paid, net of refunds, were 412 million, 957 million, and 1.2 billion for 2016, 2017. And twenty eighteen. So the numbers are right here. They the Amazon does pay income taxes. They paid a billion two worth of income taxes last year.
1: Okay, well thank you for clarifying that because you know I think many times, uh, Jason, we have politicians and bureaucrats that put things out. They say something and if, if people don't look for the facts and don't challenge it, then that becomes quote unquote truth and so I really appreciate you you know bringing this to light now there is one note regarding amazon I've been was frustrated with, and that is I think you heard earlier this week, I had posted my review for Laura Carno uh, her book on Amazon, and they didn't like something that I said in the in the um, review and so they did not post it so I'm a little frustrated with them on that, but I really do appreciate you bringing out the truth regarding. Uh, you know that Amazon did in fact pay taxes. Elizabeth Warren didn't know what she was talking about on that. So I really appreciate you uh, looking f- just the facts, ma'am. Just the facts. And I like that. Well, I have
6: one more quote that I think you'll find interesting. If you can give me another second, I can do it. All right. Uh, listen to this. We've got a tax code that's encouraging flight of jobs and outsourcing, and that's why we've specifically recommended that Congress change our tax code so that we stop giving tax breaks to companies that are moving to Mexico, China, and other places and start putting those tax breaks into companies that are investing here in the United States. Who would you guess said that?
1: I would guess President Trump.
6: Barack Hussein Obama, October 12,
1: 2004. Wow. Wow. Talk about doing your homework. Well, you know, Jason McBride, you do your homework, and I know that you also bring that to uh, to helping your clients. And so, if people would like more information, if they'd like, if you'd like to have uh, Jason McBride and the team over at Presidential Wealth Management, take a look at your nest egg. You realize that they really care. Uh, be sure and check out chickspresidential.com. That's chickspresidential.com. The phone number is 303-694-1600, 303-694-1600. I can't wait to talk to you tomorrow. I'm going to wonder what you're going to uh, share with us tomorrow, Jason McBride.
6: Yeah, I'm wondering, too. I'll have to figure it out.
1: (laughs) Oh, and Jason?
3: I'll yes, be sir. sending this audio to Elizabeth Warren, so expect a call later today.
6: <laughs> oh, I'll, I'll be waiting with bated breath.
3: <laughs> okay.
1: Hey, Jason McBride, thank you so much. This is Kim Munson with the AmeriChicks. We're going to go to break. When we come back, we'll be talking with some of my, Liberty, my fellow Liberty Toastmasters. Uh, we need to be having conversations with each other, and these are the people that are working on communication skills, leadership skills. And uh, so we will be right back, starting with Brad Beck. This is Kim Munson. Stay tuned.
4: Don't miss Vino and Veritas, Wine and Truth, a study of the Federalist Papers. Join Kim Munson with the Americhicks at Waters Edge Winery in Centennial or Colorado Cork and Keg in Castle Rock. And coming soon, Vino and Veritas in Northern Colorado. Know why you believe what you believe and be able to have conversations with friends, family, and colleagues. The Americhicks with Kim Munson would like to thank Bullets Both Ways in Centennial and Auto Fire Guard in Castle Rock for sponsoring this fascinating study of the U.S. Constitution. Sign up today at Americhicks.com.
0: Work with mortgage professionals who will give you quick and accurate financial advice. Home Mortgage Alliance has the knowledge and expertise to explore the many financial options available to you. The mortgage process can be stressful, and as interest rates rise, it's more important than ever to get pre-qualified now, so you're ready to buy. Call Kim Sturts and Mark Cook with Home Mortgage Alliance to make sure that you're making the right financial choice for you and your family. 303-888-2732. Kim and Mark will remain available to you 24-7 to help you through the process. Choose the only mortgage professionals recommended by the AmeriChicks with Kim Munson. Call Kim and Mark with Home Mortgage Alliance today. 303-888-2732. Hey,
1: welcome back to the AmeriChicks with Kim Munson where we dissect issues as right versus wrong instead of right versus left, agree or disagree. Let's have a conversation. Check out my website, americhicks.com. Sign up for my uh, newsletters. And uh, we offer a conservatarian perspective. I am thrilled to have on the line with me my good friend, Brad Beck. You talk about somebody that has conversations with people, very thoughtful, reasonable conversations. Brad Beck, you come to mind. How are you doing this morning?
2: I'm doing unbelievable. Good morning, Kim. It's (laughs) been uh, good to hear you this morning on the radio.
1: Yeah, I tell you, we are jamming a lot in here. But... Uh, let's talk about Liberty Toastmasters, first of all. I'm actually the Toastmaster for this Saturday's meeting. Uh, we meet down at the Independence Institute at ten o'clock, and we would love to have you come and join us and be a guest. Uh, I started out as a guest, and then I've been a member for a long time, and I I'm, at, I, I'm in the group because I want to continue to learn to communicate better. And as I'm talking with you, I just realized I had a couple of double clutches there. <laughs> I wasn't going
2: to report them to
1: you. Okay. <laughs>
2: I'm looking forward to this weekend because you get to be that Toastmaster and lead the meeting. And, you know, as you know, in Toastmasters, we practice oral communication and leadership skills development in a fun, friendly, safe environment. And what is the greatest joy I get is to see people come in fearful, and after a few months of practicing and taking the time to invest in their public speaking skills, you see people go from fear to fabulous and it's such a joy to see people do that and get the confidence they need whether in their work or in their personal lives their communication with their families or their friends or issues like you've been talking about this morning and as you do all the time on AmeriChecks.
1: Well, and the first time I went to Liberty Toastmasters, we have something called Table Topics, where it's basically impromptu speaking, and my knees were knocking. I was so <laughs> nervous about that, and I never dreamed that was, you know, many years ago before I got on the radio. Never dreamed that I would actually be sitting in front of a microphone, uh, talking with with you know all of you, and Liberty Toastmasters really is a big component of of that. Brad.
7: Well, it.
2: It's helped a lot of people, and Toastmasters, whether it's a Liberty Club, and there's two, one in Longmont, one in Denver, and actually three, there's one on the the Front Range in Grand Junction. But what it does is it gives people the opportunity to practice, just like when you go to the gym in the morning. Now I get up at 4:30 every morning. I was at the gym at five, and uh, I walk for 45 minutes, try to get my two miles, and that's practice. I practice to try to get my body and my mind in unison and start the day with a positive attitude and that's what we do in toastmasters we help people get in that mind frame that allows them for success you know the, the great jim Rohn, the business uh, motivational speaker said philosophy drives attitude and then your attitude drives actions your actions drive results and results drive lifestyle and if you don't like any of that change your philosophy mm-hmm.
6: Mm-hmm.
1: You
2: know, you've got to move forward and one of the best ways to do that is have the ability to speak from your heart to tell your story to tell your experiences, and what we do is we refine it in a way that allows people to follow that story with a opening, a body, or conclusion, or as the great Dana Lamont, who's a world champion of public speaking, says, with a hook, a hammer, and a hinge. And that gives you the structure to put together a presentation, whether it's five minutes or a keynote.
1: Okay, well, let's jump in here. One of the things I'd requested from you guys was to give me a quick table topics on what you would say to you know that busy you know family member colleague neighbor who may not be paying attention what's been going on regarding politics they you know many people say i'm not into politics but we are looking at at what's going on in colorado now and politics and politicians are into you so give us a quick two minute what would you say to them
2: well it's interesting i had a a conversation similar to this i was at dinner uh, with my wife and we're at a local restaurant, and at the bar, the restaurant was packed, so we sat at the bar and had dinner, and there was a couple next to us, and this lady and I struck up a conversation, and it happened to be in Lafayette, so I live in Boulder County, and uh, we were talking, and she said, so what do you think of all this fracking? And I said, I think it's great. What do you think? (laughs) And, And I just shut up and let her talk, and she was concerned about her health. She said, you know, I have MS on the onset and I said well I'm sorry to hear that I said "Uh, tell me more and she did and she was making a case because her health was deteriorating for the oil and gas exploration that was happening in the community now mind you in Boulder County there's nothing really active in the county the existing uh, wells have been there and they're able to, to work on them maintain them but there's nothing new So the closest one is in the community I live in, in Erie, on the Weld County side that are active. And I said, you know, I've lived in Erie for 21 years. I grew up with asthma. And in Southern California, there are wells all over the place. You just don't see them because they're in buildings or they're in areas that are are, um, highly shielded. And there's not a uh, – most people wouldn't know that there's a well next to a park, next to a school, next to homes. And I said, you know, I have well pads all around my home, and you know what, my asthma has not acted up since I've been here. So it's curious, I mean, we're all individuals, we all have different health issues at some point or another, but I'm curious, you know, are any of your neighbors ill, do you have any problems? And she said, no. I said, you know, it's interesting because I have a lot of friends who have the same concerns as you, and I'm concerned about the environment, I'm concerned about clean air and clean water, And yet, you know, we could not live our lifestyles today if we didn't have the fossil fuels that make our lives more abundant. I mean, after all, natural gas, oil, coal, they're all part of nature, and we want more natural things in our lives. And they have the technology these days to make these uh, forms of energy better for our lives. And if you can imagine, without having oil or gas or coal or any of the uh, energies that are out there today, how would we live? How would you go to the market? How would you take your kids to soccer practice? You know, all the implements that most people have in their homes are either byproducts or made directly from fossil fuels. And if we were really concerned about the environment, wouldn't we invest in nuclear energy? And, you know, we had this conversation back and forth for a while and it was very civil, and, uh, you know, we shook hands. We said, hey, we we'll hope to see you again. And there was no animosity. And I think, you know, part of my, my tactic with this, uh, this person was just to listen to their concerns, empathize, and then ask a lot of questions. And we had a good conversation, and I think that's what most people are missing. A lot of times they're waiting their turn to talk rather than say, hey, that's interesting. I've not heard it before. Would you tell me more? or can you share with me the source of that? I'd love to look it up and I I'd be happy to exchange information with you. Fair enough. Well, wow, and it, that always happens to where it's positive and and you leave at least not being angry at each other.
1: Well, and the other component that you have in there, Brad, is you are genuine. When you ask these questions, you genuinely care. And uh, so this is great. I learned a lot just in in this uh, short little uh, conversation. I always learn uh, something when we have a conversation. So, Brad Beck, thank you so much. Please join us ten o'clock this Saturday at the Independence Institute. More information. Uh, let's see. It's liberty.toastmastersclubs.org, isn't it? Isn't that what yes, it is?
2: Liberty Clubs. Yes, Toastmasters with
1: an ask Okay, great. We're Thank going to you. go to break. Thank you. We're going to go to break. When we come back, we'll be talking with Russ Farmer, and he is uh, with the Liberty Toastmasters North Club. And so this is Kim Munson with the Americhicks. Stay tuned.
4: Award-winning realtor Karen Levine has 30 years of experience with REMAX Alliance. As a director with the National Association of Realtors, Karen Levine works to protect your private property rights. Karen Levine believes in home ownership. Since losing her mother to breast cancer, Karen Levine has helped to organize a local fundraising event called Karen's for the Cure, raising money for breast cancer research. Choose Karen Levine to buy or sell your home because she understands that it's more than just a house. Karen Levine comes highly recommended by the Americhicks with Kim Munson. So call award-winning realtor Karen Levine with REMAX Alliance today at 303-877-7516. That's 303-877-7516.
0: Come join the 88 Drive-In for opening weekend of our 43rd season. The box office opens at 6 p.m. Friday, April 5th, and then the 88 Drive-In is back and better than ever. And children under 12 are free. Opening week features include Shazam, Captain Marvel, and Isn't It Romantic? And remember our popular Monday through Thursday pizza special. Get one 12-inch pizza served hot and fresh from our oven and two tall, cool 16-ounce sodas for only 12 bucks. For more information, go to our Facebook page or visit our website at 88DriveIn.net. You get more out of life when you go out to a movie.
1: (laughs) Oh, I love the music Charlie's putting together. This is Kim Munson with the Americhicks. Dissecting issues is right versus wrong instead of right versus left. Agree or disagree, let's have a conversation. Be sure and check out my website, Americhix.com. Sign up for my emails. You will be glad that you did. And offering you a conservatarian perspective. Uh, let's let's jump right in here. Russ Farmer is on the line. He is a member of Liberty Toastmasters North Clubs. And, uh, Russ, thank you so much for joining me.
8: Great. Good morning, Kim. I appreciate the opportunity.
1: Well, you bet. Uh, why are you a member of Liberty Toastmasters North? And, and just a note, Liberty Toastmasters Denver meets the first and third Saturdays of each month, and Liberty North meets the second and fourth Saturdays of each month, right?
8: Yes. Yeah, so we augment uh, uh, we, uh, each other, and, of course, Brad, I think, tends, attends both.
1: Bless him. <laughs>
8: so, uh, yes, yes. He's an uh, inspiration to a lot of us. Uh, your question in terms of why did I join uh, Liberty Toastmasters North, uh, I'm one of the charter members way back when Brad first launched the, the organization. Great. I have, I have gotten so much personal growth, so much better at speaking, so in front of groups, communicating, understanding how to communicate better, I learn every time I go. I do, too. I learn something, and it's just it's it's great. It helps me uh, at work. It helps me communicate better, understand how to communicate better, and you just, as Brad pointed out, uh, you can essentially never get perfect. You can only get better and just keep practicing. So well, it's an excellent place to do
1: that. That's for sure. And there is a landing page uh, on my website mm-hmm. under sponsors, and it has all the information for, for both Liberty Toastmasters clubs. So, Russ, let's jump in here with your little two-minute table topics. What would you say to that busy person out there that isn't paying attention to this whole, whole political climate of what's going on down at the Golden Dome here uh, in Colorado? So what would you say to them?
8: Um, Well, first and foremost, there's so many different kinds of people that you meet and talk with, but I think the most important thing, first and foremost, is to ask a a question that relates to what they know, what they don't know, what they think they know that they don't know, and it's part of uh, Stephen Covey's seven habits, which is uh, first seek to understand, then be understood, which... I interpret to mean shut up and listen. (laughs) And, uh, you know, it's a a marketing activity where you have to help a person make the right decision that you'd like for them to make. And so you need to first and foremost understand what's important to them. And I think Brad talked a little bit about that in his uh, meeting with these people at the restaurant. Uh, He asked... Few questions and um, tried to understand where they're coming from. What are their concerns about mm-hmm. fracking? In his situation, um, there are so many issues that are that people ignore right now because it doesn't it it hasn't come in their front door yet. Mm-hmm. And so they're busy doing other things. And mm-hmm. uh, this is a process. It's not an event in terms of talking with people. Mm-hmm. It's a process to understand where where they're coming from, what their concerns are. Certainly in Liberty Toastmasters, we focus on liberty and freedom, and we continue to have that chipped away by people who are maybe well-intended but are wanting to come in and control our lives. Mm -hmm. And we have to be ever-vigilant. We have to be uh, knowledgeable and willing to listen and then have a dialogue discussing the basics of, do you want to make your own decisions or do you want somebody else making those decisions for you? And it really takes people back, unfortunately. it's uh, We're replacing uh, the old um, slave masters with the new slave master, which is the government.
6: Mm-hmm.
8: And people are wanting the government to take care of them, they're wanting them to uh, take care of their health, they're wanting to take care of Their lifestyle, and the more intrusion by government, the less freedom and liberty we have. And I think we have to get down into some basics and just have some dialogue. Don't don't be confrontational, but be informative uh, with factual information, not not opinion, but factual information. And I think, as Brad pointed out uh, in his discussion with these people, as well, you know, you hear a lot of things about fracking, but how about people that live in the fracking community? Does that cause any problems for them? Let's find Mm -hmm. some anecdotal uh, information that suggests there really isn't a problem. Um, And so bringing about either anecdotal uh, examples or to the extent that you can bring factual information to the discussion from an unbiased group, that's always helpful in terms of uh, being ineffective in communicating your ideas and and hopefully uh, come about the consistent thought that, gee, maybe, maybe I should pay a little more attention to my freedom and liberty.
1: Russ Farmer, I tell you, these are great nuggets of wisdom from uh, you and Brad. And so thank you so much uh, because uh, I also have Greg Morrissey, one of your fellow Toastmasters on the line. Oh, And uh, I think he's got some nuggets of wisdom as well. So Russ Farmer, thank you so much.
8: Thank you, Kim. Take
1: care. You bet. So, Hey, Greg Morrissey, welcome to the AmeriChicks with Kim Munson. Good morning, Kim. How are you doing? I'm doing well and excited to have this conversation with you. Uh, you are a member of Liberty Toastmasters North. We have not officially met face-to-face, and I'm looking forward to one of these days we're going to do that.
7: I'm looking forward to that, too. We're going to have a great conversation when we do that. So That's, if we have an opportunity, I'd like to buy you breakfast
1: one day. I'll take you up on that. I like that idea, Greg Morrissey. So let's jump in here. This The show is it's jam-packed. It always is. And you always have some great thoughts. Uh, in fact, just a note, you know, you and I had gone back and forth, and I think we had posted it, regarding an inspirational video by... Uh, I think it was Admiral McRaven, regarding Make Your Bed. And I saw somebody the other day, and she said, Kim, do you make your bed every day? And I said, I do. And then uh, we pulled up that video, and she says, I've never seen that. That was so inspirational. So it's just a note, I wanted to to make your morning on that one.
7: Oh, you just did. That's fantastic.
1: Yeah. So uh, let's jump in here. You are a member of Liberty Toastmasters North. and Let me take a look at the time. We're going to have to be somewhat disciplined on this, but tell us why. But what? Tell me why you're a member of Liberty Toastmasters North.
7: Uh, Liberty Toastmasters North, when I found out about it, I needed to grow. And, and the way to grow is to the best communication to people, how to read people and how to communicate back and forth, and then to get overcome my fear of talking to people. And the Liberty Toastmasters has taught me that, how to be a correct, good communicator, which I think is absolutely critical. The other thing they've taught me I'm a lifelong student. I'm never going to stop learning. I don't think you get there.
1: <laughs> I think you're absolutely right. So, Greg Morrissey, the the question that I posed uh, to my fellow Toastmasters is, you know, people are busy. They're taking care of their families. They're working to make a living. And they may not be paying attention to – there is really some crazy stuff that's happening down at the Golden Dome down at the Capitol here in denver right now and i people say i don't want to be in politics i'm not into politics but what we're realizing is politics and politicians are into you so how do you address this uh with folks
7: i address with this folks you've got to um find a correct source of information for exactly what's going on down there Some of the bills that just got signed, maybe a lot of people don't know about, they weren't covered correctly in the vast majority of the press. You have to go to their website to take a look to find out what's going on. And when you find out what's going on, you've got to find your local representative and say, hey, I don't like this. We need to make some changes. And it boils down to that extremely important skill of personal adult communication. And you have to learn how to agree and disagree correctly.
1: Well, and as you mentioned that, I mean, that is one of the things I really am striving to do with this radio show is I, I want people, you may disagree with me and, and that's okay. But I want people to, to understand that I truly care about everyday hardworking people and I strive to bring truth and give a perspective so that people can know that I'm being honest with you as we bring these things forward and then empower you to be able to take that information and have conversations with others. So that's that's something that's, that's happened with me with Liberty Toastmasters, Greg.
7: That's good. That's wonderful. And the other thing I was looking at, the way the Colorado elections just went, I wonder how would it would have gone if we had a state electoral college as well as a federal electoral college.
1: Well, <laughs> that's for, and the electoral college was put in place... People, I, I think, don't totally understand it, that it was put in place uh, to protect the minority so that the tyranny Correct. of the majority doesn't overrun, you know, the minority. That is why the Electoral College was put into the Constitution, and it is in the Constitution.
6: Right. Right.
1: So uh, just uh, we have just a uh, let's see uh, just a couple of minutes, Greg. What would be your final thought? You are a naturalized citizen, and you have a great love for the American idea. What is kind of the final thought that you would like to leave with our listeners this morning?
7: I'd love to leave with our listeners this morning that this was formed as one nation under God, and they should be pursuing God. And this nation needs to go back to being one nation under God. And Colorado, being the center of the nation that it's becoming. Could be a great light for that message.
1: Well, and we truly are at the tip of the spear on what is going on uh, with the, the policies that are being enacted down at the at the state house. Um, we we are we are actually seeing I, I, the new Green Deal being implemented right here. You know, people are are opining about AOC and her new Green Deal and what a bad deal it is. We are seeing those policies are being implemented. Uh, through laws and regulations right here in in downtown Denver under the Golden Dome right now. Correct. And so we... And I
7: think people are going to find out see here soon that I didn't like that, and because you weren't paying attention to what was being passed and getting involved in it and stop the changes from being changed there's going to be a lot of frustrated people.
1: Well, and as Russ said, uh, he said, if it's not at my front door, people have not been paying attention. So, Greg Morrissey, thank you. This is a great segue into our Stand for Colorado rally that will be occurring on May 10th, Friday afternoon, from 4 to 530 right here at the state capitol, out in Grand Junction, and in in Gunnison. Go to StandForColorado.com for more information. We're going to really get this thing rolled out on Friday. And Greg Morrissey, thank you so much.
7: You're very very welcome. Thank you very
1: much. And uh, our quote for today, I had mentioned Rafi Zacharias, the great Christian apologist. This is something that he said. He said, everyone, pantheist, atheist, skeptic, polytheist, has to answer these questions. And this is also, Steve, I'm in my, my read on this, this is what education is supposed to be doing, is helping every, every child answer this question. Where did I come from? What is life's meaning? How do I define right from wrong and what happens to me when I die? Those are the fulcrum points of our existence. So that's Rafi Zacharias with my editorial on that as well. So today, read great books, think good thoughts, listen to beautiful music, communicate and listen well, live honestly and authentically, strive for high ideals. Unlike Superman, stand for truth, justice, and the American way. This is Kim Munson signing off. God bless you, and God bless America.